0: Are you happy over there licking your dog bed? Does licking your dog bed make you happy? You're not looking at me. I'm assuming that you're happy licking your dog bed. You haven't stopped. You don't stop, won't stop, can't stop, whatever. You weirdo. But hey everybody, it is me, your boy, your boy, Stu McAllister with me as always are the dogs. Ween and Sadie. I got the two cats. Cow and Larry. It's a full house, everybody. Everybody's happy. Uh Cow is happy that uh that Dimps is gone. I got rid of dimps. Dimps! Got rid of dimps on Saturday. And uh Cow is happy as a pig in shit. <laughs> it's all unfortunate. I feel very bad. Every morning. I wake up now, uh, so yesterday and today, <laughs> I wake up and I go to feed the cats, and usually Dimps is the first cat there, because the other cats are afraid of her, and they wouldn't they wouldn't come to the bulls until I was around. So, But, uh, but anyway, uh, there you go. So, uh, how was your day? Today is uh, Monday the 25th of October, coming up on the end of... Uh, The end of October, the end of the month. Halloween! You guys going to Halloween party? You going to dress up? You going to dress up as a sexy whatever? A sexy slut? A sexy lunch lady? You should. Why not? Why not, everybody? I'm sick and tired of people slut-shaming. Don't slut-shame. I need everybody out there to slut-encourage. That's what I want. Slut-encourage. Encourage all these slots to be slots. <laughs> right? Am I wrong? Absolutely not. I hope you had a good weekend. I had a pretty decent weekend. A uh, couple things. I am the greatest gambler of all time. I, I mark my words on it. Fuck you, Kenny Rogers. It's me. I am the greatest gambler. I did on four football games this weekend, and I was uh, three of four. One game I was wrong on was the goddamn Panthers-Giants. I thought Sam Darnold was going to get a shit together. I was incorrect. The Panthers are shit. The Giants are shit. But uh, So I'm going to avoid those teams from now on. Fuck, fuck you, Charlotte. Fuck you. Fuck you in the goat hole. Fuck you in the goat hole. So I was uh, three or four, so I felt pretty good about it. Do you if you bet on games, do you find yourself watching games? Games that you wouldn't necessarily be interested in other than the fact that you've put money on it. Yeah, I know that some guys maybe watch games because they do fantasy football and so they're looking to see if you know the quarterback or running back or receiver, whoever gets them points but i was just curious if people bet on games and then watched them or not because i didn't i didn't watch any of the games that i had bet on because the bills were off and so i couldn't bet on the bills so i and i don't know why i bet on four this week or oh, whatever so uh i just feel like it wouldn't be it wouldn't be fun for me it'd be kind of uh Heart wrenching. Like, I'd check the scores every now and then. I bet on the, the Packers game. The Packers, uh, w- the Washington football team. And for a while there, the Washington football team wasn't necessarily winning, but they were beating the spread. And I was like, oh, fuck, how is this happening? But then, you know, the Packers got their shit together. Aaron Rodgers got the shit together. You keep thinking these, these teams will get their shit together. You're like, fuck, make it happen, you fuckers. Particularly these, these teams where the point spread is crazy. There are a couple of games that, this week where the point spreads were crazy. The, the Cardinals game, I think they were favored by like 16, 17 points. The Rams were favored by like 17, 17 and a half points. That's just fucking crazy. And the Lions—they covered the spread, so kudos, kudos to the Lions. Moral victory. I don't know if the Lions give a shit about moral victories or not, but fuck, that's a moral victory. You think? You think their head coach Dan Campbell gets in there's like, hey, everybody, gather around. We had a hard-fought game, and while we didn't win on the scoreboard, we did win in Vegas, baby. So woo! woo. Bush light on me tonight. I'm I'm man Campbell. <laughs> Fucking crazy. So I felt good about it everybody. I felt good. And I felt good cuz I also won more goddamn jerseys. <laughs> I got a I got an awful jersey addiction. I'm going to be the first one to admit it. I'm going to need to step into a recovery program. I'm going to have to do the 12 steps of uh, not buying jerseys anymore. I actually won a uh, jersey lot. It was a bunch of jerseys, eight jerseys. I won a, So I won a lot of them. And the purpose I won for all of them, not a single one of them is a Buffalo Bills jersey. The purpose is for me to resell them. <laughs> Fucking idiot. These jerseys are good jerseys, though. Hall of Famers. And I got them at a sweet, sweet price. So I'm thinking I can turn around and and make a little cheddar. Make a little, uh, have a little change in my pocket, go jingle-angle-lingle. So we'll see. I got two more things I'm eyeing up today, and then I'm done. I'm done, everybody. I'm I'm back on the wagon. No more jerseys. So I got, uh, I think I got five autographed jerseys coming, and one uh one other jersey in the mail. So we'll see. I mail. I've been selling some of those old jerseys. I so I put one in today. McCary. I'm telling you, everybody. Macari is a site. Fuck Facebook Marketplace. Fuck eBay. Macari. So if you guys are interested, let me know. Go to Macari. It's an app. I'm assuming it's a website too. But uh, if you guys want to sell some shit, it's closed, but pretty much you can put anything on there. I saw books and stuff. So if you guys give a shit, let me know. I'll send you a link and then you can make money and I'll get some money and there you fucking go. M-E-R-C-A-R-I, Macari. Mercari. Uh, this weekend, I went to the Grapples. The Grapples came to Grand Rapids. I-P-W. Uh, I think it's Independent Professional Wrestling. I'm probably wrong. It's probably Incel Professional Wrestling. What do I know? But they performed at Vandermill Cider House and I'm like, ah oh, shit, you know, it's like 10 minutes away. Right, I'm gonna fucking go. And I go and I watch and it was fun. I talked about it on the Patreon. It was a good, good time everybody, good time. So somewhere along the line I got added to a IPW fan page. Right? Somehow I was added or someone sent me an invite to it or whatever and I Click yes, I guess, or accept whatever. And I'm now a part of this group. And there really isn't a whole lot going on in the group. You know, some people just say whatever. Some people who are um, invested in the actual promotion will post stuff. So last night there was a post about the newly crowned women's champ, right? There had been no women's title, no women's chant, no women's belt. And this past Saturday, they, they rectified it and they, they crowned a winner of the belt, right? Now, this promotion, being on the smaller size, does not have a lot of lady wrestlers in it. I think in the entire time that I've been seeing their shows, I think I've seen maybe. Four lady wrestlers. That's it. There's just not a lot. So they were making a big deal about it, and they had the the first lady came out, and she was someone I recognized. She seemed she I'm having a hard time figuring out how old this lady is because she kind of looks a little worn, a little fucking road hard. You know the whole what's the expression? Uh, she's been rode hard, put away wet, or whatever. Like she, she's seen some shit in her life, so she can be anywhere from like thirty to fifty-five. She's small too. She's probably like five four or something. Uh, she's one of the four ladies I've seen wrestle. So she's in the ring, and she's waiting for her, her opponent to come out. And before before the first wrestler came out. There's a woman who uh, does play-by-play for like their YouTube channel. This guy, this lady, and this guy, they do it together. So they're doing the commentary. So when they eventually post it on YouTube, you can follow along with whatever they have to say. Have I ever seen it with them? No. But they've been at all these matches post-pandemic good for her. She's she's tall, got a lot of tattoos. Gosh, I can't remember her name. But she was making a big deal about how women's wrestling has been disrespected, and it's about time IPW changed it, and they did all this shit. And I was like, I oh, you know, whatever good for you. So she shows the belt, and that's a pretty cool belt, and she gets in the ring, and she announces the first wrestler, and she's like, all right, our next wrestler is... Oh, 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 my computer almost fell. Sorry, everybody. And, um, you know, music's getting played and everybody's looking to the, the hallway where the wrestlers come out. And then all of a sudden, the announcer lady who's got the belt hits the wrestler in the back of the head with it. And she's like, it's me. I'm the challenger. So immediately she turned heel, which is uh, the wrestling term for bad guy. And, uh, yeah, so these two ladies, they just start brawling. And, you know, it's going back and forth. And then eventually the, the announcer lady turned heel. She goes to pin the lady. And she puts her legs on the ropes for leverage. And that's, uh, that's cheating. You're not supposed to do that. So she cheated right off the bat by hitting her in the back of the head with the belt. And then she cheated to end the match to, to pin the lady. Whatever. It's all predetermined, everybody. I get it. I'm not one of these dumb fucks who thinks it's goddamn real, right? So, in the IPW page, someone posted, like, Hey, congratulations to uh, Fuckface, or whatever her name is, for being the the new women's champ. And then I just commented on it, rigged. (laughs) Because, yeah, it's all rigged wrestling is rigged everybody it's predetermined am i saying it's not athletic am i saying it's not entertaining absolutely not but you know you go to a couple of these matches you know what's fucking happening it's 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 some of it's getting predictable right and i'm not i'm not a fan of predictable i i like the sense of anybody can win at any time right I mean, that's kind of what you want. Like, if you already know what's going to happen, then who gives a shit? It's not entertaining. It's not fun. So the lady won. I said rigged. She actually responded and said something like she was the head of health and mental wellness for IPW. And I was uh, projecting insecurities. Some, you know... Social work mumbo jumbo, and she said I owed her two hundred dollars for diagnosing whatever. And then someone else said, "You need to put a you need to respect the women's champ." To which I replied, "I said I don't respect cheaters. <laughs> I expect more from my champs if they're going to be role models for the children. I expect more." So he comments back, and he goes, I didn't see any cheating. And then I said, well, then maybe you should be a referee for IPW because they never see any cheating either. And then I got booted from the group, everybody. I got booted from the group, and uh, they, they blocked me because not only could I not see what this guy responded to me, I can't even find the page anymore. So this dude, this this motherfucker that I was going back with, who apparently is the admin and is the only admin, he booted me because I said that he should be a referee for IPW because he doesn't see shit. Now, you, you guys know I don't give a fuck about any of it. I'm playing along the whole thing of, like, she's the bad guy. She's the heel. She's the cheater. And I'm calling her out on it. And, that you know, that's part of the spiel. Part of it, too, is the referees are bumbling fucking idiots. They're always bumbling idiots. Somebody always comes and distracts them, and they don't see uh, someone getting cracked in the head with a chair. They don't see someone fucking getting... Kicked in the nuts. They don't see any of that horseshit. And then they turn around like, oh, fuck, that guy's on the ground getting pinned. I better count him out. You know, and that's just the game. It's what it is. I was using a football analogy of like the two wrestlers are like f- offense and defense, right? They switch roles. I'm offense, now you're defense, now I'm defense, now you're offense. The re- and the referee is special teams because the referee doesn't do a whole lot. But every now and then they do something that's gonna determine the outcome of the match. And that's that's what it is. But this fucker didn't like it. So I was like, What the fuck? So I asked my other buddy who is uh, who's semi involved, he's cursory to the the promotion. I'm like, hey man, I think I got kicked out. Can you find out? And he's like, Oh yeah, yeah, you got kicked out I was like, Jesus Christ. I should have just called the guy fuckface. And the problem is the guy that it was jabbering with me I think he is very invested in the wrestling and by very invested I mean I think he believes the shit is real like he literally believes that what goes on is real and it's all storylines the shit's written out in advance it's predetermined and I again I don't care none of it matters is it entertaining to me that's all I care about so, the guy that I asked to find out if I got booted, he's like, oh, I'm going to make another group. I'm going to have more control over it. And I was like, I don't really care, dude. I don't care. I don't care enough. It's It was a dumb thing. I'm just trying to jaw back and forth like wrestling fans would. And this guy turned into a, a sensitive Sally. And he gave me the boot. And I find it very funny that I've been, I was given the boot for... I didn't call anyone names. I didn't call her a name. I didn't call him a name. This is really weird. And thank God I don't give a fuck. There's too many things in this world to give a fuck about and a stupid wrestling group is not one of them. Are you guys in any groups on Facebook or anywhere else where you're just like, you just think to yourself, Jesus Christ, why am I in this group? These people are all fucking dorks. Do I really care? And the answer should be no. You shouldn't care. It's funny. It's funny that I use the word dork because uh, dork was the the word of the day for Urban Dictionary. The <laughs> dork is the term that they use to describe a blue whale's penis. A blue whale's penis is called a dork, and uh, apparently it's like fifteen feet long. The balls themselves are like. Twenty-two pounds each, or something like that, and then I forgot. I think they said it's like four gallons of sperm they could spunk out. I'm like, Jesus Christ! I don't know why they call it a dork. And then somewhere down the line, dork just turned into a uh, an expression for like a a nerd or dweeb or whatever. And so that was actually that was a a Twitter poll that I had of like I, I said of the four terms, which of which of these is the worst? Which of these would you not want to be called? And he was a dork, dweeb, geek, and nerd. And I mean, they're all essentially the same, right? When you say one of those things, you know what the fuck he's talking about. It's all They're all synonyms of each other. And one guy said, oh, no, none. And I'm like, how can you say none? I said, which of the four is the worst? And he's like, none. My mom called me worse things than these. And I'm like, well, good for your fucking mom. Good for your fucking mom. She sounds like a dork. (laughs) To which he replied, Hey, now she's she's, uh, deserving of sainthood. And I replied, I didn't realize that saints had fucking potty mouths. So, just people are weird. When you say, Which of the four is the worst? I'm not going... Which of these is the worst of all the words? It's of of the four. It's, It's weird to me how people just can't read the simplest of instructions. The simplest of directives to figure it out. To figure it out, that's what you do. You read and pay the fuck attention. So tomorrow, everybody, I will be a guest... On another episode podcast, that's Man Harper and Manny Lane. They talk about movies that shaped their childhood. So these are movies that are all 20 years old plus. It's good stuff. And it being October, they've been focusing on scary movies, spooky movies. So it was uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer, Arachnophobia. Fuck, and why am I missing the other one? God bless it. But uh, the one that we're doing tomorrow, we're going to be talking about the Stanley Kubrick classic, The Shining. Jack Nicholson, uh, the, the, the Shelley Duvall, Scatman Crothers. It's fucking star-packed. Those creepy twins that are not twins because one's ten and the other one's eight. Creepy fuckers so uh it'll be, it'll drop this coming Wednesday, so listen to that. listen to another episode on your favorite podcast platform and I will recommend to you guys to pay attention to their Facebook page tomorrow because Matt likes to ask questions quest, the question of the day and it'll uh it'll probably be like, "Oh, have you ever seen a ghost?" or uh have you ever been a caretaker for a creepy house?" or uh have you ever murdered anybody?" you know it'll be shit like that. So, uh, watch for the question of the day on another episode podcast, uh, the Facebook page. So, there we go. Enough of that stuff. I'm not going to tell you now if I enjoyed the movie or not. I'll tell you, it's only the second time I've watched it, though. The first time I watched it and was like in 87, 88. I was still in high school, and me and some buddies, we rented some movies, and that was one we rented. So, it, you know, it's been over 30 years since I've seen this movie, so... There you go. There you go. It's playing on HBO Max, if any of you guys are baller like me and have access to HBO Max. Max. There you go. All right. I'm not going to lie, but I'm incredibly tired. I've been running on like five hours of sleep lately. Sucks. So uh, this this episode might be shorter. I apologize. It's a freebie, though. You get what I fucking give you. <laughs> this podcast, man. It, it's not constant swearing. Occasionally funny. It's it's constant swearing. Never funny. <laughs> you you're right. You don't have to say it like that, you dick. So this past weekend. Uh, football, football. Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. If you don't think Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time, tell me who you think is, because I would be curious to hear who you would argue against Tom Brady. And I will tell you why you were incorrect. I'm, I'm not even a fan of Tom Brady. But the dude d- does what needs to get done, and he just fucking cranks it up. So this past weekend he threw uh 600 he threw a 600 touchdown. He's the first quarterback ever to throw a uh, 600. There've only been four quarterbacks to ever thrown for 500. So there you go. Very very rare uh, group of people. Pretty limited group. So he threw it to his, his receiver Mike Evans And Mike Evans is like Yeah, he scored a touchdown Woo! And then a lot of players will Throw the football in the stand or whatever And that's kind of what Mike Evans did He spiked the ball But then he picked up the ball And then he ran to uh, the stands And then he just gave this woman This football Now This football has some uh, monetary value to it because it is the 600th career touchdown pass for Tom Brady, so this thing will probably go into the Hall of Fame. I don't. Maybe Tom Brady will keep it. I don't fucking know. Mike Evans did not know. I don't think he knew that this ball was going to be worth some shit or, or that it was you know had historical value to it. So. They're like, oh shit, we got to get this football back from this bitch So they just sent, I don't know, the ball boy They sent someone over who worked for the Buccaneers To go, hey man, we're going to need that ball back, man If we don't get it back, we're going to fucking kill you, man Um, Oh, apparently it was a dude, I thought it was a woman who got the ball Apparently it's a dude who likes wearing big floppy hats (laughs) This dude's name is Joey Knight. Isn't that the name of, like, someone from NSYNC? Wasn't their name Joey Knight? Yeah, I don't know. Or, no, Joey Knight was the employee. Byron Kennedy of the fucking Massachusetts Kennedys is the guy. Sorry, I'm getting everything wrong. Like I said, I'm tired as fuck. So... They're like, hey, man, we need it back. And if I was Byron Kennedy, I would be like, okay, first off, you're going to need to give me $1 million. And then uh, Tom Brady's wife is going to have to suck my dick. (laughs) And then Tom Brady himself is going to have to come over and stick his thumb up my butt. (laughs) Because that's how I like it. (laughs) So he was... um, he was much more willing to give shit back and, and not expect a whole lot. Because he did. He gave it back. Good for good for Byron. But what they did is they uh, they gave him a different game ball. So he did get a football. They gave him a $1,000 gift card to the Bucks team store as well. And um, I don't know, man. I, I think I would have... Uh, I would have kept it because they're saying now, this guy Ken Golden of Golden Auctions, who does a lot of sports stuff, he is saying the ball probably would have been worth half a million dollars. Jesus. Jesus. Christ. Jesus and Mary Joseph, all you motherfuckers. Hey, but I I got a $1,000 gift card to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers gift shop. I mean... It sounds pretty shitty if it was the Buffalo Bills gift shop and I could get a lot of jerseys I mean a thousand dollars will give me a lot of fucking jerseys that's for certain That's just weird as shit I I would I think I would have kept the jersey I would have just held out I would have held out for more than another football and a thousand dollar gift card Would you have held on to it? I would have been like season tickets at least Right? Something. Tickets to the Super Bowl. Something. Not a thousand dollars. Jeez. Tickets to the Super Bowl that I will then scalp. Right? Fuck you. I'm keeping this football. I'm surprised the guy someone didn't like knock the shit out of him too. Because everybody sees it and then everybody realizes, oh, this guy's got a valuable fucking football in his possession. When he goes to the goddamn bathroom, I'm gonna curb stomp his ass. Byron Center, or Byron Center, Byron Kennedy is going to be toothless by the time he walks out of this stadium. If people, you know, All these people have been getting into fights at football games lately. I would have gotten into a fight with this guy. That would have been like the best reason in the world to get in a fight. Why did you get in a fight at the football game? Ah, oh, this guy uh, spilled beer on me. Uh, this guy called my wife a whore. Uh, this guy had a football worth half a million dollars yeah i beat the shit out of him that's the smartest guy there that's the smartest guy in the stadium who'd beat the shit out of that guy to take that football away from him so but whatever whatever the bills play the buccaneers this year a couple weeks be a big challenge i think I don't want to say it's a revenge game, but fuck, Tom Brady destroyed the Bills for so many years when he played for the Pats. I think he was like 20, 29 and one or something fucking awful like that. Just atrocious. So there might be a level of revenge for a lot of the guys on the team of like, I'm tired of losing to this bitch. He's not playing for the Patriots now, but fuck, I'll beat his ass. I'll beat his goddamn ass <laughs> Someone got their ass beat this happened in Muskegon and uh, they just didn't get their ass beat uh, they they got fucking goddamn destroyed um, this uh this woman in Muskegon, Michigan her name is uh, Pamela Harvey. I know nobody's heard of her. I didn't know of her until I saw this article today. But she did something astounding. Um, She killed her neighbor, Curtis Stovall. And uh, they don't say why. They don't tell you why she did. Um, But I am just, just fucking impressed. In In a sad way. As to how she did it, because she stabbed Curtis. Uh, you know, I mean, what do you th- what do you think's a lot of times like stabbing a person ten times, twenty times, right? I mean, that seems like a lot. Like, I think to stab someone twenty times, like your arm's probably gonna get tired, right? Like you're just like, eh, I need a timeout here. Uh I got to go bathroom break. Let's let's t- take a breather right now. Nope. She didn't do it with that. She stabbed this guy 188 times. Holy shit. My arm couldn't do that. I don't think my arm can do anything 188 times. My my arm couldn't even just like jerk it for fucking 188 times. That is a lot. That is a lot. Um, just awful. Apparently, the dude was—he was in his apartment. Uh, his ankles and hands were bound together. He was lying on the ground in a pool of his own blood. The autopsy—autopsy autopsy determined he had been stabbed 188 times with a uh, long serrated steak knife that was found there. Um, the DNA evidence that gave her away apparently was on like the tape that she had used to bound this guy uh, whatever. Uh, The The, uh, the DA Hilsen said Harvey killed Stovall because she believed he had information about who committed a rape against her daughter and about the identities of some individuals who had jumped Harvey in an earlier altercation. So she feels that the dude betrayed her because he wasn't coming forth with this information. It's unclear whether or not Stoller really did have any information. Hilson added that he wouldn't be surprised Stoller had been told something since he was well liked and had many friends. So, who the fuck knows? Jesus Christ. I can't imagine The kind of rage That must have been going on in her brain Stovall the guy Was a regular community drop-in center Known as the lemonade stand For individuals coping with mental health issues He cooked meals every Sunday And others from the lemonade stand Earlier told MLive he was an upbeat, kind and funny man He had worked as a cook at the house of Chan Before retiring in 2011 So Now he's dead So I guess the moral of the story is, if you know, uh, if you have information on someone who got raped, you fucking tell the motherfucker, because you're going to get stabbed 188 times. Where do you, like... (laughs) Shit, nah, nah, I'm not even going to get into that. It just, it makes me wonder, like, where she was stabbing him. I'm assuming it was nothing but gross. It was gross. Speaking of gross, this is gonna be it for me today This is gross There's a couple out in Livonia, Michigan. It's out near Detroit. Good old Livonia, Michigan Young couple Zach Williams and Julie Bushart They're gonna get married They get married on uh, Well, they already did get married. Sorry everybody they did get married on the 22nd. So they got married a couple days ago these two fucking weirdos They're young, too. I'm assuming they don't even look like they're 25. These two fucking weirdos had a themed wedding. Now, when you think of themed weddings, I'm assuming you're probably thinking of, like, something really special, something uh, memorable. These motherfuckers had a Subway sandwich-themed wedding because that's where they met back in 2017. It doesn't necessarily indicate that they were working there. I'm assuming, probably so. But they had a Subway sandwich themed wedding. Christ. And Subway, being the fucking uh, philanthropists that they are, when I say philanthropists, I'm talking cheap fucks. These are the guys who had a fucking goddamn pedophile as their spokesperson for years. How, how did they vet that fuck? But what they did is they asked them to come back to the restaurant that they had met on Five Mile Road in Livonia Where they would be treated to a subway themed photo shoot And a ride in their subway wrapped convertible Because you know that's what I want to do October 22nd I want to ride around in a goddamn convertible It rained pretty much all fucking goddamn weekend Subway also delivered the couple's favorite sandwiches and cookies as a complimentary late-night bite at their wedding reception How about you fucking, I don't know, you, you fucking shell out a thousand, two thousand dollars in food, you fucks Make some goddamn foot footlong, you send them a footlong sub, one of those huge fucking party sub things It's like six feet long and it's like three feet around just atrocious I think I got food poisoning From one of those things once I don't know if it was necessarily from Subway I just remember eating like a huge Party platter sub thing And it was like Ugh, I feel like shit I can't imagine Any place that I ever worked for Being like Yeah I want to fucking Have the, this thing For me it would have to be like a mental health hospital yeah i want medication for everybody here's some restraints (laughs) everybody go into the padded room (laughs) fucking christ (laughs) have any of you guys had a themed wedding hopefully it was better than a subway sandwich themed wedding that was bad oh hi Wayne. all right everybody that is it that's it for today i am passing out not even 8 o'clock and I'm gonna go to bed but uh, thank you guys for listening to this bullshit I appreciate it so much if you enjoyed this uh, consider subscribing to the patreon because it is the exact same shit just more of the shit it's a lot of shit and uh, sometimes it's funny usually not right wean dog the shit's not usually funny but uh, Give it a shot just try one month you don't have to subscribe forever just try for one month if you like it great if you don't like it great no harm no foul but i already mentioned another episode podcast listen to them every wednesday if you could then go check out the sunday slaw that's a facebook group that's adam and stephanie house they talk about coleslaw they love coleslaw i wonder they got they were recently married i wonder if they had a coleslaw themed wedding there's fucking lots of cabbage, and mayo, and vinegar. <laughs> but every Sunday they do videos of themselves eating coleslaw, Facebook Lives. So uh, if you like coleslaw, go like the page. If you like uh, Facebook Live videos, go like the page. If you like Sundays, go like the page. The Sunday Slaw. Then uh, we got the whole thing donut shop in Forty, Texas. That's a gourmet donut shop. Maybe I'll have a donut-themed wedding. Have a little bites lots of jelly custard it'll be good but it's a gourmet donut shop down there in Forney Texas a, a suburb of Dallas so if you ever make your way down to Dallas go check them out get yourself a good donut go like their page on Facebook as well and then uh leave them a positive review if you've ever eaten one of their donuts All right Google Yelp Facebook whatever and the last but not least my boy John Midgley John thinks I have some sort of uh, addictive personality disorder going on with all my jerseys. Fuck you, John! <laughs> I'll, I'll fucking buy jerseys if I want. I can stop at any time. I can stop what I want. I don't wanna. <laughs> but John is a magician and a social worker and uh, he was a dog walker for a while, too. I don't know if you guys heard that story. Not a pretty funny story. But, um... Go like his page on Facebook for his magic stuff Card tricks and coins, shit like that So go follow along Magic J.B.M. John Badass Midgley So that's it everybody Thank you guys for listening to this horse shit It's shit I'm aware that it's shit But it's shit that you and I Can share and we can talk about And uh, we can look back on fondly Because this stuff will last forever on the internet apparently That's a goddamn shame All right, we'll see you tomorrow for the Patreon. Otherwise, I'll see you on Thursday for the freebie. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.